Chase, happy September. Happy September to you as well, Bobby. Why don't I just welcome you, since it's just you, I don't have Johnny here. Welcome to the Casual Hour, Chase. This is a podcast ostensibly about video games, but mostly about bonding, you and me. Just mm. you and me, a little alone yeah. time. Yes. Dancing the, uh, in who... September. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yep. No. Okay. I don't. How are you doing? You know, I do remember. Uh, we always said that, that Johnny was a, was a pain in the neck, but it turns out it's really a pain in the tooth. Johnny's got an asshole for a mouth is what we're saying. He's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, Johnny had, he had a one-two punch. We're going to talk about it for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk yeah. about two things before we get into this. We've got a big episode. But one, Johnny had a tooth problem that he had to get addressed, which mm-hmm. sucked. Not even 24 hours after having a bad tooth, he, he absolutely lost his air conditioning, which that sucks. He's hot. Got a shitty tooth. Oh, that's the problem. It doesn't suck. It doesn't suck and it doesn't blow. It doesn't do anything. It just sits there. It just sits there. Like Johnny. Uh, so yeah, Johnny is out this week, just taking some much needed time. Also, however, he convinced his wife to marry him. They had an anniversary too. So a lot going on with Johnny. We gave him the week off. Patrick's got a lot of crazy stuff going on now that he's an affiliate with Twitch. And we want to say congratulations to to our very own Patrick P. Brown, the Aeon getting to that point. Congrats. Really cool. And then, uh, really quick, I just wanted to mention we're recording this on a Thursday night which is a little different for us. We used to, back in the day, be like, what night do you want to record? Well, this one works, and we would do it. Um, we tried to have some more consistency with our show, but yesterday there was uh, a movement that had been happening, some protesting on Twitch around um, a day off Twitch because of the hate, hate raids that have been happening to marginalized creators, and out of solidarity, we decided that we would like to take a moment to recognize what was going on, ask Twitch to do better there, and and just throw our little bitty tiny hat that we have here uh, on our slice. And, and wow, did it work? Like, did you see the the numbers? They were down. Uh, Nobody was, was like on half Twitch. A million, half a million people, and they're like, "Yeah, man, that's that casual hour audience. It's it just dried up. Yeah, dried and, up in uh, a day." So also, uh, Turks Drive here in in the chat, he uh, he was reaching out to us and supporting. That decision and we're going to do some cool stuff with his support and uh we just want to say here at the casual hour we believe in taking care of one another we believe in a safe spot for everybody to come and do something and, and i tweeted out that you know we started doing this shit because we wanted to connect with more people in our communities and we were in a period where we couldn't do that because of covid and still kind of because of covid and to be in a, an environment physically where you feel in real life that it's unsafe because of everything going on and you create this little space on the internet to come and do something that you care about, and that becomes unsafe or unwelcoming. It's just not right. And we want everybody to feel like they have a spot. Casual hours open everybody. So swing through, have, well, have a good time. Except for Johnny. Except for Johnny. Except for Johnny. But, and look, yeah. you know how I know that? Nobody's cashed in on the reward we have for me to talk about Zero Johnny. People. It's Zero been people. there for months, and nobody's, nobody's cashed Nobody in. Nobody cares. It's just... So we've done some housekeeping here. We've addressed what's going on. Uh, we are thrilled to have an opportunity to to talk to you all tonight because it's a monthly preview episode, and it's September. And traditionally, Chase, September is what kicks off an onslaught of just game after game after game after game. 
And so this yeah, September is pretty big too. So we're going to talk about September. But before we do that, we got some big shit to talk about with the games that we've been playing. And I would love for you to kick us off there. Sure. Uh, let's, let's talk about the, let, let's talk about Monster Train. That's, that's been a game that we've both been playing for uh, a while now, or well, maybe not a while, but we've been playing a lot of it in the short time that we have been playing it. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, we've also been trying to get this quick look out every goddamn day, it seems. Now that it's uh, out, we finally did it. What happened? Yes, it's out today. You can actually go and, and watch us play Monster Train. Oh, thank God. Uh, on, on YouTube. Is that, is that youtube.com slash casual hour? Or is yep. that still yep, that's us. Okay. That's us. Cool. Um, so yeah, definitely go and check that out. If you just go to thecasualhour.com. Sure. You could also do that. right there as one of your first links you can check out. Um, but yeah, we, we both are are pretty in love with that game. We've got some other friends, friends of the site, friends of the show who are also playing that game quite a bit. And uh, I think for good reason. It's just a, it's just a really good game. Uh, we talked about it on the quick look, but I think the Switch version plays really nicely something that I had a problem with for Grifflands, a game that I also like. Yeah. A game that we've done a I quick like of, that we enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, one of my problems with Grifflands is that when you play the Switch version, that game is all about tooltips. You, you mouse over a card in, in the PC version, and, or mouse over a card, mouse over a, a mechanic, and it gives you a little tooltip and it tells you everything about it, and it's great. On the Switch version, you have to hold a combination of buttons to, to get that to happen. Uh, and I, there's also just the buttons don't correspond necessarily to all the stuff that I want to do right. uh, with that game, or, or at least not from a convenience standpoint. And it made that game a real bummer for me, which sucks because I, I think that game is really cool. I just don't think it's the best on the Switch. Well, there's also a uh, lot of shit going on that is, you learn about, like very important information in Grifflands happens in those tooltips. Yeah, that's true. And, and if they're harder to see, mm-hmm. you're just going to have a bad time. Um, Monster Train dodges that problem entirely. They they just put the tooltips up there almost automatically. Uh, in fact, in a lot of cases, it is automatic. If you if you mouse over or not mouse over a card, but if you select a card, it just pops those tooltips up on the side of the card. Like, do you do you know what cultivate means? If you don't, here it is. That's what cultivate does. Cool, awesome. Um, if I have a spell, it says, hey, this spell only works on this floor of the train, or this is a global spell. It works on every part of the train. And, and those things are just great. And it's, it's one of the reasons I think this game is, is awesome on the Switch and just makes me love it even more, even though um, I've been playing, or I've been watching you play the PC version, yeah. and that seems like a fantastic way to play it as well. Yeah, it's one of those things, too, where, like... I was nervous because there is quite a bit of smaller detail in this game. And the Switch, I know, is a super important console to us here at the Casual Hour. Um, I wanted that to be a smooth thing. Because, like, I knew that when I first showed you this game, there was some hesitation. And I was still very novice with it. We came back to it because that we did a quick look that, quite frankly, we were not ready to do. But we were excited to check something out, so we did it. We ended up losing it. Like we thought, I thought I posted it. It was gone. We had no idea about it. Lost it. So we had to re-record it. And as we did this, we got closer to the Switch version being out, which was really cool because you got more time with it. Then you and I were able to uh, stream it after one night. We did. We tend to do another quick look. Like you know what? Let's do a casual Monday with this. 
and really dive into some of these builds because what we were discovering was that there was some really nasty things you could do in this game. And so we played it on Monday night. And after that, like, I think that most days you and I have been talking a little bit about like, okay, Hey, did you get this clan? And what were you doing with that? And like, there's just been a lot of off pod conversation with us around strategy to the point where like, that doesn't happen too often with a game that like, we can have like kind of this ongoing discussion, not just about like, Oh, this game's good, but like, how are you playing it? What did you get? Like, Oh, I had this artifact and that. And like, this game has so many layers to it. And there's, there's a storytelling aspect to it almost. Yeah. Of, oh, okay. So, so you won. So how'd you win? What, mm-hmm. what did you use? What, what did you gain as you went through? Yeah. How did, how did you turn a good deck into an absolutely broken deck? And every run of this feels like it has the potential to be broken if you play things right. And that's, you know, I think that was part of our trepidation too, is that this is another run based, card based roguelike. Mm-hmm. And we, Stop us we already heard have about this before. It, totally. We have Slay the Spire. Like, what? Right. Slay the Spire's here. We're, we're done, right? right? Like, that's the one. And, and I still love Slay the Spire, but I think this game is doing a lot of cool things. I, I did have to get past hey, it's weird that the train cars are vertical. Mm-hmm. Like, why Why would you put, why would you stack train, like, the whole point of a train is that it's multiple cars in a line, and it goes, now. what if you just stacked all the train cars on top of each other, and that's stupid. Uh, it's silly. <laughs> but once I got past that, I went, okay, this this game mechanically is just doing some really, really interesting things, and, and I'm really loving it for that. So, um, I don't feel like we've probably done a good enough job explaining what this game is, but again, go watch the quick look. I think you'll understand it a lot better that way. Yep. Um, I would like to take just a second for, for me and Bobby to nerd out and just talk nitty gritty yeah. because, because once you beat the game once, uh, it's kind of like standard mode, then it unlocks the, the true game basically where, uh, what's it called? The covenant, I think. Covenant mode, yeah. You unlock the Covenant, which which is kind of a way to optionally make the game harder on yourself as you play. And those things, like by, by accepting some of those risk-reward things, you actually can get to the end of the game and get to the true ending. Um, but also, even if you don't do the true ending, there's still bonuses for you by making the game a little, more, a little bit more difficult to the point that you can uh, kind of continue to level up. It actually reminds me a lot of Dicey Dungeons, where you have to complete the game, and then you complete the game again under uh, a different kind of modifier, and then you do that over and over again. Um, So that stuff's kind of interesting. You were... And one of the things that you talked about, too, like, uh, Chats brought up Magic the Gathering here. Uh, You made that... I'd never played Magic, but you made that comparison quite a bit and and continued like even on the on the quick look talking about like the different colored decks and how there's some there's some overlay here like there's definitely maybe some borrowed concepts even totally. like if you're used to the way magic gathering plays if you're used to the way that hearthstone plays to a degree there's not, there's a lot in monster train that that feels like those in terms of card mechanics uh, in terms of kind of uh, the way different colors work. If you think about magic, the like the way a black deck performs is you know pretty fundamentally different from the way a red deck performs or a white deck performs, and and those are those kinds of concepts kind of get grafted onto Monster Train in different and interesting ways, and I, I think they subvert some of the stuff that magic does uh, to to make it pretty interesting as well. Now let's get nerdy, as you were saying, because because yes, we. Please. 
this started when I saw our first run with an Awoken champion and mm -hmm. a Hellhorn ally. And that's one of the things, too, as we talk through this, there's uh, your primary deck and your allied deck that goes into it. Um, each deck has two champions that you can unlock as you progress through the game. Um, and I think that there's, what, six clans total, including the DLC? I'm not 100% sure. I only have four of them unlocked. I think there's six. I think there's six. Okay. Six clans. If you get the DLC, if you get the Switch version, as Chase is playing on, it already comes with that additional on PC, unless you buy the, the complete edition. So, um... Why don't you go ahead and tell your story? Because I, I, I got to Covenant oh. last night, or Covenant Rank 2, which unlocks the DLC class. So I've got all clans unlocked now. Okay. Uh, I, uh, this was also my uh, reaching Covenant Level 2. Uh, this just happened today, so it's kind of fresh in my mind. I played with the Awoken class, which is uh, the, the kind of more... If you like Magic the Gathering, it's kind of more like the green color, where you're going to get big creatures... Uh, lots of health, lots of attack, that kind of stuff. And, and a lot of regenerating, a lot of gaining health back. Just pretty tanky stuff. Mm -hmm. And then my supporting deck was the Umbra, which is closer to like a black deck in Magic, I would say. It's a, it's a lot of sacrificing creatures to make other creatures stronger um, and, and doing you know kind of some nasty stuff in the background. One of the interesting things about the Umbra clan in this is that they have this mechanic called morsels and morsels are really tiny creatures that don't have much attack or, or or health but they have a mechanic where they get eaten at the end of each turn yeah they're like fodder and they get eaten yeah they're, they're basically fodder they get eaten by the unit in front of them or if there's no unit in front of them i think they go to the unit behind them but they get eaten by a unit and then that unit gets stronger based on what kind of morsel it eats. So there's morsels that give you plus six health or plus six health and strength or uh, plus three strength and uh, lifesteal uh, for, for a turn or plus something, plus three health and a, and a damage shield. And th those are all pretty cool because you can, you can put those behind your big tanky unit. If in my case, this big Awoken champion. And every turn that that Awoken Champion survives and those things are out on the field, they get eaten and, and just make that Awoken Champion even stronger. Uh, so that was doing pretty well for me at the beginning. I also got some of the best Umbra cards that I could, that we have talked about in the past, in, or that Bobby and I have talked about off pod. One of those is called the uh, Morsel Master, I believe they're called. And that card, when you put that out, that creature, it will double, automatically just double the next morsel you play. So you can start kind of stacking up so the morsels and, and getting more bonuses out of it, which is really great. Mm -hmm. There's, uh, th the problem is, and, and I've had this on previous runs when I've done the Umbra, is the, the game is pretty good about giving you, letting you play with as many options as you want. There's, there's ways to just stack health and damage to astronomical levels, and they don't really put a, le a limit on it. They do put a limit on the number of creatures you can have on one floor of the train at a time, and that's at yeah. seven. Yep. And when you have a deck that is all about making free creatures, free little morsel creatures, and being able to double those every time, 
when you when it says, "Hey, by the way, you're at seven. You can't you can't put anything more here." Right. Well, that sucks because it feels like it's it's holding back a mechanic that they don't hold back for the the Hellhorned uh, clan, which is just, "Hey, uh, do you want to stack more more rage on this unit, which gets them more attack?" That's fine. You can stack that rage up and and just keep going and going, and there's no limit. So this felt like a kind of arbitrary limit, although I found some cards that I hadn't used before, that I hadn't seen before on this run, and that was, I forgot what the card exactly is called, but the, the idea is that it will let you eat your morsels on that turn before, before you actually so let good. the turn go, before you, before you change phases to the enemy phase. So what I would do is I would play as many as I could and double them, eat them all with that card and then play more and and that was getting to be pretty good and i got three copies of that card and i was able to kind of recycle them quite a bit i also got another card that has an x on it for for its mana cost basically and they call a mana called ember in this game so your ember cost was x which just means you spend all of your ember on that card any any remaining ember you have you just spend it all on that card and it usually has, you know, some different kinds of mechanics with it. This one specifically had you you'd pick one morsel that's out on the field and your unit would eat that morsel X number of times times two. God. So <laughs> what happened, and, which is pretty great, I ended up finding some mechanics that allowed me to stack more ember. I had some cards that allowed me to just get more mana per turn, or at least more mana on a particular turn. And so I'd get up to something like six, eight ember, and then I'd play this card, and then use all of that ember to do eight times two, eating this one morsel that would give me three health and a damage shield. So when I got to the final boss, which is extremely strong and extremely tanky, and and you get to a point where it, it just keeps it keeps kind of uh, rotating the turns, and right. it's just a grinder, and whoever lives out of the grinder wins, and it's it's pretty difficult. But in this case, I was able to stack so many damage shields on my <laughs> on my awoken champion, and the damage shield just says. You get to take one attack for free, and you don't take any damage after that, but that shield breaks. Right. So, but I'd stacked 16, 20, 32. I, I was stacking so many damage shields that <laughs> the, the enemy couldn't even hurt me. Exactly. Like, it didn't matter that I was also stacking a bunch of health. The health didn't matter at that point because I was just negating the attacks completely. I also got a card because there, there are some uh, attacks, uh, some creatures that can do what's called sweep, which means they hit all of your creatures at once, and morsels being super weak are really vulnerable to that. But I got an artifact, which is, which is uh, you know, something that's kind of outside of the game that is like a global modifier for you. Uh, and I got one that gave all my morsels one damage shield when they entered play. Very cool. So they were fine from right. a sweep. No big deal. Who gives a shit? And then they would then transfer their damage shields to, uh, to my big Awoken champion. And it would just, it, it would just keep stacking these things. Dude. And it was ridiculous. And I felt invincible. And I pissed that I didn't stack up enough risks to get to the true ending, because I think this deck would have easily, easily 
taking on the uh, the the big guy at the end because there's just nothing they could possibly do. Uh, so I have found, and I told you this is I'm telling you this in, in real time now that mm-hmm. the the Umber Champion was the best, right? Like I read, I said I read a few blogs. Well, yeah, we things. heard that it was good, and we wondered why was it broken because it felt like it had those limits on it. And tonight I I realized why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But I unlocked... Oh, sorry. I had I had one more card. Oh, I had yeah, one yeah. more card that's I think it's called uh, Regurgitate or Refresh or something like that. And it would all the all the morsels that had been eaten at, during the whole game, during the whole play, the the whole battle, those would go back into your hand. So I, I would just recycle those morsels over and over again, and just be able to stack them again. Use the card to eat them all in that turn. Then stack more. Then have the turn go. Then use that card to bring them all back, and just keep going and going. And and that just stacked things even further. Sorry, go ahead. No, so I, I got there last night, and I'll, I'll be brief because there's a lot to get through. But uh, I unlocked before the final clan one called the Remnant, and they deal with extinguishing, uh, and they also deal with burnout. They they he, he looks like it looks like a crew that would hang out. Uh, with if like Peaky Blinders met uh, Hell Hellraiser or Hell yeah Hellraiser, uh, okay. So it's kind of got like that vibe to it. They're really cool. Um, their whole thing is is that you are designed to die, and every time that you die, you come back with a, a buff to your health and your and your damage output. And then they also with extinguish like any time a card is extinguished or a flame is extinguished in this case, it gives it you draw a card. So as I wrapped up, like, my turn, I already had three to four cards waiting that I knew what I would have, plus my standard five, whatever that would come into it. Now, where things got real nasty in this build is that there's all, oh, there was also one card, I can't remember his name. He has a baseball bat. Anytime he slays, you get... Like that. Oh, yeah. Anytime he slays a card, which is, anytime he slays, he triggered a uh, 20-coin deposit. So like okay. my bank was just massive. Like I had so much money in this, but I got to a point where I was doing the remnant with Hellhorn, and there's the Hellhorn battle champion, whatever his name is, that does the multi strike. Mm-hmm. So I intentionally kept that one's health low. I added another multi strike, so it's doing three hits each time, and I stacked its damage up. But if I put him in front of my champion with like a, a health of five, as soon as he died. I now can put him right back out on the field as reformed, which is the big trait for the champion. And he's mm-hmm. doubling almost his output every single time. So by the time I got him oh, yeah. back out there and I cloned this card three times. Oh no. <laughs> so like, above me. So I had some that I would, I would beef up with like armor, but on, on me, I would have one, one or two in front of me. And Above me at one point in time, there was three of these guys all doing three damage, and I was dumping rage potions on them above me, and then on the floor beneath me, I was putting up all these, because there's like little creatures that he creates not too different from the morsels, that just, they're designed, like they come out and they're like, okay, we've got three health, two, two damage. And by the time I would get done with like a fight, those creatures were putting out almost 100 damage each with almost 80 health. I guess. And so that entire level with me was just these beefed up things that I was doing re- reforming on, but any creature that died, I could reform. And here's where it just gets completely fucking nasty. 
if I got to a point where I was going to lose that above me, that four above me that I had everybody on, there's a card you can get, and I can't remember the name of it, but it wipes out your entire floor and immediately reforms and brings, and if you only oh, had three people, wow. it's like, we're going to put all seven out there. It puts seven cards, including your champion, if you had it, all back out there. So like, there'd be a time where I would come up and like, I got the boss down to like half health. It wiped out my bottom layer. I'm like, fuck. I had, sure. that, I had that card on the next floor up. I'm like, guess what, motherfucker? You just screwed up big time. <laughs> and it, they just smoked him, dude. It's, I think that we should maybe stream it again sometime to go over some of these crazy builds and, and see what we can do. But Monster Train, it came out last year, right? Early access. It hit 1.0, I think, Early this year. year. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then it's on Switch, it's on PC. That game fucking rules. Yep. Uh, Shiny Shoe it, is who put that out. Yeah, it's it's just really smart. I, I like a lot of what it's doing. I think it's... I, I just find... I find it really fun to play. I was... There, there was a moment there kind of somewhere after my first win and before this second one where I thought, I, I like a lot of these mechanics and I just feel like I'm not getting it because I'm not winning. And I think my problem is was I just kept stacking on too many risks and I yeah. just needed to play the game kind of more like it just came to me. Yeah. And, and I did that with this last run and, and felt really good about it and got a build that I really liked. And uh, it's... It's great. <laughs> it's yeah. just a really, really good game. On one hand, um, I'm really excited that you're playing this to the degree that you are. On sure. the other, I'm curious if it's a sign of something else. Yeah, uh, it is. It is kind of a sign of something. Well, that's not fair. All right, the other game I have to talk about is Psychonauts 2, which has, been, has long been my most anticipated game of this year, of most years. Uh, Psycho the original Psychonauts is like on any given day in my top, like my top game of all time, or it's in the top three that kind of rotate and they all start with P. It's Psychonauts, Portal, and Pokemon Red and Blue. Like those games, like just ask me on a day and it's one of those three games. And, and so when you get your second game, I back this on Fig. Uh, so I guess, you know, take, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, but, uh, I've been waiting for this game for a long time. Yeah. I'm a huge Double Fine fan. I love basically all of their work, but Psychonauts is my first and, and biggest love. Um, I've been playing Psychonauts 2, and I want to say I think this game is great. Yeah. I think this game uh, is, like, is nailing what it's going for. Uh, I think the writing is really inventive, as, as expected from Double Fine. Uh, I think the the art direction is really good. I think the art itself is a little... I don't think it works as well in 4K, high-definition, uh, HDR kind of stuff. <clears throat> I think it actually lent itself way better to the original Xbox and, and that kind of resolution and that kind of graphics uh, back in that time, having that stylized look. And I just don't know if it works as well but again, the art direction, totally there. Like, it, yeah. it still looks like a Tim Burton film. It looks like kind of like a Nightmare Before Christmas kind of thing. And, and that totally works in its favor. Um, I just don't know if I'm excited to play this kind of game right now anymore. I don't yeah. know. I, it's, there's something uh, about 
jumping into like a character action game or like a character action platformer that just is not holding appeal for me and it's not the game type i'm i'm interested in right now i'm i'm interested sure. in playing deeper rpgs I, i'm still really enjoying playing monster hunter stories too and digging into all the the potential monsters you can get of that uh, i'm playing a lot of monster train like we mentioned um there's there's just something about and i'm playing destiny because you know destiny is back, forever baby. for me but like destiny is something that i can easily grind and, and kind of zone out and just play and psychonauts is something that i want to pay attention to i want to give it my time i want to be able to play it in a really long session and not worry about anything else that's happening and i, I it's not a game i can listen to a podcast with uh and it's it because of all these kinds of things and i'm not asking for it to be like that's not i would hate right. the psychonauts game that tries to be this thing that works for me because that's not what psychonauts is at all but my problem is i'm just not finding that time where i go oh now is the perfect time to play psychonauts uh i i got to play some of it this last weekend on a on a saturday where i had nothing going on and i thought okay this is the time i could play some psychonauts I played a good two, two and a half, maybe three hours of it. And again, enjoyed my time. I had a great time with what I was doing. Um, I, I do think it feels a little dated to have the figments and have the emotional baggage and to have the vaults and, and make it kind of an explorathon like the last game was. I think they probably could have streamlined that a little bit and kept some of that stuff out of the game and, and made it feel a little uh, more flowy. But... I, I like this game. I do. Yeah. I just don't really want to play it right now. And that is weird, and it hurts my head, and I don't understand what's wrong with me. But uh, that's just kind of how I feel. Are, have you been playing it at all? Uh, yeah, I don't have a ton of time into it. Um, I'm... So let's see here. I did, like, the first mission, and I'm back now where you are, you are an intern. And that's, mm -hmm. that's where I'm at right now. Um, yeah, I just got my new clothes. After my clothes had gotten stolen, I just got my new outfit. That's where I stopped. Yeah, so I, uh, I'm i there currently in it. And I gotta say, like, I'm, I'm very taken by this game. Um, but I, what you're saying resonates with me in a really weird way because at one point in time, I would say that this was, like, a game that I would, like, run to. And uh, another game came out this year that it checks all those boxes for me. It's got some of the best controls in it. It's one of the prettiest video games I've ever, ever seen. And I think it's way shallower than what's going on with Psychonauts. Cause I think there's a darkness to like Psychonauts and there's some really cool story beats to it, but I'm talking about Ratchet and Clank as well. I haven't finished that sure. game. There's not, I mean, it is one of the absolute best one of those games in every way it can. It takes advantage fully of some brand new hardware that like I've been itching to use because it's just kind of sitting here and I have no reason not to do it. Psychonauts 2 is one of the best things to hit Game Pass in a really long time. It's a really big win for, I know that it's not exclusive to Xbox, but the fact that they have that now and that's in their arsenal and it is getting the love that it needs. It is extremely weird and funny to load up my PlayStation 5 and to turn on Psychonauts to have the very first thing. It, 
it had to be on purpose, right? The very first thing that shows up is Xbox Game Studios. You're like, yeah. you motherfuckers. So I weird. see what you're doing. That's so <laughs> it's so weird. It's so good. It's so good. But I love it. I will say that the little things I've been able to check out with it, like, I think the abilities are really fucking neat. And I have not played Psychonauts, so I've never played the first one. So I'm brand new to the series, and I know it's got, like, a lot of people who really like it like you do. And I can see a lot of potential in this game. And I think I'm going, I mean, I think the game's only like 11 hours to get through if you're not doing the completionist mm. route. So like just kind of critical pathing, it's an 11 hour video game. But I, I, I want to check out more of it. I want to see what's going on with it. And I just haven't had, I think that being able to sit down, like what, what's happening, I'm playing this really late at night and I'm super tired too. Um, it's one of the games that like I can actually like, kick back and play. Like I'm playing this with the controller, I'm propping my feet up and like, I'm just trying to get cozy and check it out. I think to your point, if I could carve out like, Hey, you got some time off. I also haven't had like a day off that my, my wife hasn't had off either. And so usually a game like this is when I could think, okay, I'm gonna put like three to four hours in and just really get a good slice of this game. And at that point in time, you're, you're going to see a lot of the story unfold. So I've been playing it. Uh, I've checked it out on my PC and it looks gorgeous there. And I've also checked it out on my phone through game pass and it works really well there too. But, uh, I want, I will finish that game. Uh, I, I, as we get into the back half of this episode, there is nothing like pressure on finishing things that you can right now. So that's the plan. Yeah, I, I will also finish this game. I def definitely I will I will fight through it to play the sequel to one of my favorite games of all time. It doesn't sound like it should be a hard fight, but for whatever reason, it it just kind of is right now. Yep. Uh, but it's it's good. It's good, and I think what pisses me off the most. Is that everyone else thinks it's good too? Like the the reviews that have been coming out that I've stuff. seen, it people are saying great stuff about this game, and part of me is like, yes, finally you all understand the majesty of Psychonauts, and the other part of me goes, man, I wish I was that excited about this game, <laughs> yep. and I just am not getting the enthusiasm, and you despite appreciating weekend, everything right? that it's. You're gonna be gone. Yeah, I'm out of town this weekend. I'm I'm not taking my PS5 with me. I'll be I'll be switched. Like more Monster Train. Probably more Monster Train. Probably more Monster Hunter. That's a lot of monsters happening Spooky over here. Spooky monsters, man. Um, I've got a couple of other uh, ideas of things that I want to do over this weekend as well when I'm out. But so yeah, allow me to uh, do something really quick. Please go for it. I'm not talking about a game I've played. Okay. And this is a this is unprecedented here on the casual hour, but I'm going to do an exclusive recommending a new game that I think has big chase energy. Oh no. And uh I've heard people talking about it. I think that this is a game that you should download before you go to your parents for the holiday. And this game is called Fuga Melodies of Steel. That name sounds kind of familiar. So this is. Uh, oh, we've talked about this. We talked about this uh, on uh, on the. Yes. To come out, did it just come out? I think it's recently out. Okay, we talked about this on a preview. Uh, there's some pretty cool turn-based stuff happening with this game, and mm -hmm. you are. I, I'm not going to go into it because I don't. I, I can't speak to it firsthand. But I think that this is a game that you should check out because it seems like something that you would be very into. Yeah, uh, it's it, from what I remember because we're watching trailers and, and doing stuff for the preview. This is uh, a story-based game about war, about kids who kind of get caught up into a war, 
Also, everybody's a furry. Um, mm-hmm. just, just, it's out there. Everybody's a little animal. Um, and these kids all get into a big tank, find, find this big tank, and then they end up, uh, like, you have to place the different kids at different parts of the tank, so it's kind of like Lovers in Dangerous Space Time. And there's different parts uh, in you a, get in from a their way. placement. Yeah, yeah, and they also have relationships, so there's kind of some mm-hmm. persona stuff going on where if you strengthen the relationships, they get extra bonuses there. Uh, it also kind of plays out like Advance Wars a yep. little bit, where you have your side and it splits the screen and you see the other side. Um, yeah, I, I think we you probably made the big Chase Energy uh, pitch the when we when we previewed it mm-hmm. um it's it's something i don't i remember there's being something on there whether it was the way the combat worked or something about it that made me go like oh maybe it's not the perfect game for me but it is definitely something i do want to check out so i will i will probably be checking out fuga melodies of steel at some point nice uh so some things that i've been up to uh sure. i Speaking of things, oh shit, things that we've never played before. So Psychonauts was one yeah. of those. Um, mm-hmm. I have never played Diablo 2. And I have watched my high school, no, middle school, middle school English teacher. I watched him play a decent amount of Diablo 2 uh, on our free days. <laughs> yeah, I was the same way. My, my roommate uh, 10 years ago, obsessed with Diablo 2, played it nonstop. Now, did you play Diablo 3? I have played Diablo 3. So I played okay. Diablo 3 on the Switch, which was fine there. Um, you know, it, I don't... It I, works. Yeah, I don't know if that's the best place to play it, but that's where I was. Probably not. Um, and I uh, downloaded... There was an open beta or demo, beta, whatever, for Diablo 2 Resurrection. And I was like, you know what? I'll download Battle.net. I'll check it out. And... Uh, I I can I understand why people like this game. I think that this is a it's a really good looking uh, re- revision of this game. And one of the coolest things it's, about it's classic. Like it's it's yeah. one of it, it's touted as like one of the best games of all time. And I generally probably agree with that, despite not yeah. having put a lot of time into it. Just because of the games that I've played that have been um, inspired by. Like, I really like the, for, the first Torchlight. I don't really like the other Torchlights, but I love the first Torchlight. Yeah. And that game is all basically just, hey, what if we made our own Diablo? Yeah. So um, I, I, there's a decent chunk of that first level opened up for, for what you could do. And, and there was not all classes. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they added a class in to this version that wasn't in the first one, but I might be wrong on that. Um, I'm not sure. One of the things that I, this is, it's such a weird little, little thing, but I, I love checking it out, um, playing on computer. If you pressed G at any point in time, it turned everything back to original Diablo. Love that. And so you'd be running yep. through these levels and you can just toggle immediately this new look they put over it and then look at how it was. And it's really cool how they're, they're bringing certain attributes over with it. Um, I, I, I think I'll that's always kind of a contra- sorry, that, that's always kind of a controversial feature in one. It's super cool. Like mm-hmm. Master Chief Collection did that. That was great. Uh, I, the, that new ish Alex kid game that's out there does that. Yeah. 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 I don't think that seems very good, but it does it. Um, and, and I think that's both a good and a bad thing. Like, one, it's really cool to see where it came from, like from a preservation standpoint, 
oh, that's what this game was, and this is what it can be now. Super cool. It also feels like it really limits developers in a right. way that they have to make the physics exactly like they were before. We can't change anything about uh, what the game is like under the hood because that's what the game was. And maybe it works for Diablo 2 because Diablo 2 is mechanically pretty damn solid. Right. Halo, the original Halo, pretty damn solid. You don't need to change much about the mechanics there. But something like that Alex Kidd game, that game fucking sucks to play. It's it's so the hitboxes are ridiculous. The the uh, the physics are weird and maybe being able to go back and forth is not necessarily something you need. You you could have just remade the game better. Yeah. And you didn't do that. So I I get both sides of the argument, but there is just something really cool about hitting that oh, one yeah. button and going, "Holy shit, that's the game I played and this is the new game." That's so cool. So it's uh, it, it, we're going to talk more about it here in a little bit, but I, I think that might be something I'm going to pick up. I, I, I know it has, um, I believe, crossplay across all other places that's coming out. And I feel like I had a good run with checking out Final Fantasy VII for the first time and what <laughs> little bit I got to play of that. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to check it out. I don't know how much I'll put into it. It's a game that I think I would really enjoy playing with other people. Um, but I could yeah. also see and it's a game that's also going to like take up massive amounts of your time because it's a, a long RPG that's all about grinding loot. Yeah, I think it'd be a fun that's game great. to stream too. <laughs> like like if there's a night sure, where I had to do absolutely. some solo shit, like maybe I'll load that up and, and check it out. Um, I, I'm infinitely more interested in Diablo two than I am in uh, re, uh, Diablo two remake than I am playing any more Diablo three and. Yeah. Diablo three is fine. I just there's there's something about like this game is the classic with the pedigree that interests me. Whereas Diablo three is like, oh, this game had a weird auction house thing that they had to patch out because it was too busted. Um, and yeah, I don't know. There's something about Diablo three that didn't quite catch for me. So more on more more to come on that when we talk about it and when the game comes out. But the demo I did check out and uh, was pretty into what they were doing. Uh, but a game that I've put quite a bit of time into. Um, is a game called Baldo, uh, the Guardian Owls, mm -hmm. which we'll just call it Baldo mm -hmm. for for this little segment we're doing here. Um, and Baldo is a game that I remember seeing a trailer for and got super excited because it was basically looking like a Nino Cooney, which looks like a studio, uh, uh, uh yes. Gib Ghibli, Ghibli, what is it? Uh, I believe it is properly Ghibli. I usually say Ghibli because I don't like the way Ghibli sounds, but yeah, I think that's right. So it's riffing on that and it's riffing on Zelda. Two things that, like, I've not watched any of the Ghibli stuff, but I would say that, like, I know that people are into it and I think it has an awesome look to it. I love the look of Nino Kuni. Um, mm -hmm. This came out to Apple Arcade. Uh, I remember one day firing up Apple Arcade and looking through some games that were getting ready to hit, and I saw Baldur. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Like, this is a game that I have been watching. I was like, I'm, I'm all in on what they're showing. Like, it, it resonated with me, like, on an art style, the same way that, like, Cuphead did the first time I saw it. I'm like, holy crap, this looks cool. Yeah. Um, so I downloaded it, and I've been playing this primarily on my iPad Pro with the DualSense 5 controller. And that's been a really great combo for me. Uh, I think that this game has some problems overall what what is it like what are you it's doing a, it's a zelda game okay it's it's i i i, uh, I hate to be like that <laughs> like 
it's this, but uh, it's got way more quest management in it than what Zelda would. So it is an RPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you're not really leveling things up. <laughs> okay. But you do have an inventory of items that you're using. You're grabbing, there's like permanent quest items that you get in here. Um, and you do like, you, you find out about like an ancient group and it's the, the guardian owls and then you end up getting an owl sword, which you use in combat. There's, it's a sword and shield, just like Zelda. You get items and you're going d- into dungeons and solving puzzles, just like a Zelda. Um, it, but you love Zelda. So I, I do. This is good. This is good. Uh, okay. The game has, uh, when it first launched, it had some pretty rough reviews on Steam because it launched with like no graphic control settings whatsoever. Like I legitimately think they took this mobile port that they made for Apple and just dumped that over. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that maybe this got rushed. I don't know because like on the, on the iPad, the way that they do it, there's like three graphic settings and it's an iPad. So it, look, it has a great screen on it. it. The game looks really good. But mechanically, like there were some clipping things that I ran into, which doesn't really happen when I play like a, a mobile port of something. Like they're usually like not that problematic. And I, I just think that there's some quality stuff that like needs to get ironed out. And once that's done, I think the game will feel much better than it does. But I just got through the first major dungeon. Um, you don't have an ocarina in this, but you do have a musical instrument that when you play songs, does like portals and stuff like that. So it's definitely riffing on things that I, I like quite a bit. Uh, it's got a great sound. The look of it is is really, really good. Um, it, it's, it's got a great style to it, for sure. Um, I think it's... A- this, is, this is 25 bucks on Switch. And Switch, I, I'd be kind of curious. Because like being a, a mobile game, if it, even if it's a mobile port, basically, the graphic style probably would work just fine on the switch i would think yeah totally is that does this game get your recommendation or yeah 25 i mean i I think it's i think it is for 25 dollars. i absolutely think it should i think that's a fair price for the game um there's a lot of game here too from what i can tell and it it just doesn't it doesn't onboard you very well to the that does a good job with like the story and and it rushes up like it's it's kind of generic like hey you're a kid that lives in a farm town there's a legend going on you go talk to your grandpa he's like yeah you know you should know more about that and you go and you find it and you and you uncover this horn that's your your instrument but then you find the sword later on but there's like villagers and it's literally like fetch quests sometimes but there's side quests and it's got depth to the questing on it. Like it's way more than what Zelda is when you do those things, but it's not very concise on like, Hey, you should press this button and do this here to activate that. Like there was a, there was a quest where there's a woman working in like a, a, a cabbage field and like two cabbages went missing and there's more growing. So it's like, go get these cabbages and then put them in the hole to grow them or something to that degree. And there's two empty holes where they were. It's so like I'm taking one of these cabbages, which I have I only have one at a time that you pick up and you carry, and I'm trying to put it into this hole. I'm like, why the fuck won't this go in there? Like my I can't shovel or anything. Well, all you had to do was literally just find these two cabbages and drop them in her vicinity, and the quest got finished. 
but okay. it doesn't make like there's little things like that where, where it's not overtly clear on what you should be doing but that's that's me being a bit nitpicky on a game like this where i think that there's a simplicity to zelda that you kind of expect on like a game like oceanhorn that came out a few years back that was that more like uh type top down look for, mm-hmm. for that game is 100% Zelda. It's even Tunic that, that is coming out. Like It's very simple sure. to that. This game feels like it should be as simple as one of those games, but is a little bit more complicated than one of those games. And uh, I, think it, I think it's got a good look to it. I think this, the story is going to go some places. I, I haven't seen what like the big bad threat is at this point, but the, the first dungeon had some challenges to it. And I, I think that there were some cheap kills to me, like not Dark Souls frustrating, but like mm-hmm. you're pretty squishy early on in this game, and and some of these things were were hurting you pretty bad, uh, pretty quick. So Baldo, okay. uh, the Guardian Owl, that is on Apple Arcade. That's on Switch. It's on PC. Um, One more question for you. Yeah. Um, I haven't really mentioned owls much. Like what what's with the owls? So that's there is an owl. And again, like I just beat this first level or this first mm-hmm. dungeon at the end of the dungeon. Oh, I'm sorry. When you get your weapon, you hear about the, the, the royal guardian owls that were entrusted with these sacred keys that would go into certain things that you have yet to discover. But the owl sword is a part of that lineage of like these owls that were trusted by royal families to protect this land. And so when you, okay. when you beat the first boss you get this owl sword and your grandfather is telling you like, Hey, there's an owl symbol, which I think is tied to that ancient civilization or not civilization, but ancient, whatever. And so that's all kind of unraveling right now as I'm playing the game also. So but you, you don't get like an owl friend who's like a Navi. There, no, there is a, a companion you have. There's a girl and I, she doesn't do a whole lot yet. Um, but she does have the, Hey, wait here command and follow Mm -hmm. me command. So I think that there'll be some puzzling stuff with her and she might get some abilities later on too, to help out. Like, I don't know why, but like, I just have a feeling she's going to end up doing some mage type stuff, some magic healing and stuff like that. But it seems neat. Like there's a, some really colorful characters in it. Uh, the, the shop stuff looks cool. Like you are picking up a lot of spoils from killing things. And I feel like you can eventually. It, it looks great it. in screenshots. It's like this game. Gorgeous. It's, for sure. it's gorgeous. I think that it plays. Uh, it doesn't play quite as well as it looks, but again, I think that's being addressed right now. And I think that it was ported to a lot of things at once. Um, but I'm playing this on Apple arcade. I've not played anywhere else. I think switch would be a safe bet for it. I really do. I think switch would be good. I think PC right now, Maybe wait until they add some of those things for uh, scaling and resolution settings, depending on what your your, your rig and setup is. I, I might just add it to my wish list on Switch and and wait for either some patches or a sale. And let me get a little bit further now. I might be able to give you a better recommendation yeah, as true. I play more too. All right, it's Chase. not like I'm rooting for things to play for sure. No, and we're gonna get a lot more things to play once you hear the rest of the games that are coming out in September. Yeah, let's uh, kick over to our monthly preview here. Sure. So, as we start every monthly preview, we've got to talk about the games from the last month. 
and yeah. how we did on our on our top picks. So let's go. Th- Ooh, this is gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting, Bobby. Uh, for me, I've got a game called Psychonauts Two, which uh, <laughs> you yep. heard me talk about a little bit today. Uh, the next uh, next game I have, and I'm gonna let you handle this one. Um, Twelve minutes, Bobby. How was twelve minutes? Everybody should play twelve minutes, just yeah. just to see. Not everybody should experience twelve minutes. Everybody should not finish twelve minutes. But have you really experienced twelve minutes if you didn't finish it? Man, I feel like this is going to become some sort of like cult thing, where it's like, yeah, it's so bad it's good. Uh, the ending of twelve minutes was some of the dumbest shit I have experienced in a game. Mm. Not to the degree of like a, it doesn't anger me <laughs> like, uh, like a red dead redemption Two angered me, but mm-hmm. it's bad. It's bad. The, the story, maybe, it, maybe it's something we can go into further detail, uh, in December. Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay. But I would say uh, if you have game pass, just check it out. There's some really cool mechanics at play. I like the look of this game. I don't care for where the story goes in that game. Yeah. My my boss uh, at work is is a gamer, and he talks to me because he knows that I am also a gamer. Uh, he thankfully does not listen to the show. Uh, Too bad. Thank God. Too bad. Or I would not have a job. <laughs> uh, no, he's actually super cool. Um, he, he's been talking to me about Dead Cells. He's been playing Dead Cells right now, which is really cool yeah uh and and so that's that's fun he's asking me like oh how do i beat hand of the king and i'm trying to give him some tips where i can um but he also said hey i bought 12 minutes uh like oh uh-oh oh, oh, yeah <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> um don't let your wife watch you play that game you know whoa is there just like nudity or sexual stuff like no 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 uh, you just kill your wife a lot in that game <laughs> like you do some really fucked up yeah. shit to your wife in that game yeah and your real life wife i don't know probably wouldn't appreciate that and he's like oh well okay i'll i'll be careful i, I think he actually he told his wife hey this game's kind of weird and interesting and has some fucked up stuff in it do you want to watch and she goes no i don't want to watch your stupid fucking video game yeah, <laughs> yeah i came downstairs after uh, i beat it and like my wife's like what's wrong I was like, I just played a weird game. She You're like, oh, I just need to go to the bathroom for a bit. Also, I need to take your coffee mug in also, with me. Also, do you want some water? Uh, see you in a bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. got to close the door here. Yeah. Why are you on the floor? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, uh, you Jesus picked 12 Christ. minutes, and then you yeah. said Skatebird, right? Yeah, which uh, got delayed. Okay. And I got delayed to this month, so I think we're going to be talking about Skatebird again uh, here coming up. So. I played... One-ish out of three is okay, I guess. According to Meatloaf or something like that. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah. Bobby, uh, you also had 12 minutes, which we mentioned. I played it. You had New World. Which got delayed. Which got delayed. Yep. But you, you still played, it still had the, the. did you play the beta thing I played this the beta. month? I, yeah, I, that... I pre-ordered the game. Like, I'm I'm excited to check it out more. Like, I, I streamed it okay. one night. Uh, well, I streamed it in Power Washer in the same stream, but I definitely streamed it. Mm. And... Uh, I'm I'm into it, man. I'm I'm down to check it out. Okay. Yeah. And what what else did you play? Uh, or what else did you have on your list? I had Aliens Fire Team Elite, which I did not play that game. I don't even remember people talking about that game. Uh, well, it's gotten some pretty middling reviews at best. Um, and then a game called Black Book, 
So I haven't played it, but I did yeah. just download the demo for that. So I'm going to check out that demo and see, because it did look like I'm not really into horror shit, and I know it's going to deal mm -hmm. with some pretty borderline scary shit, scary shit there, but it yeah, looked like, like it has... some Baroque kind of things yeah. going on with yeah. it, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I should have put down Psychonauts 2, but not having any time with that first game. I, yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah, you just don't want to take the recommendation of your friend who uh, says it's know, one of the best I games know. of all time. I get it, I get it, I get it, totally. Uh, and then Johnny, he's not here, but we can look at his picks anyway. He picked Psychonauts 2. Which he's played. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. He played, huh? he, he played both of those. He, he did play both of those. He played Ghost of Tsushima, Director's Cut, uh, which he seems to be all in on. And yeah. I'm wondering how, how can you play that game again? Uh, I, didn't I didn't play it for the first time, so I, I guess I don't. I guess I don't have I a fell off to stand that one pretty on hard. Um, he did show me. It's got. They added in a uh, Shadow of the Colossus hmm. inspired kit for uh, for what's his name? Hmm. Jin June. Start with a J, right? June, I think. Yeah. Um, so that looked good. You look had a had a cool cool look to it. Yeah. Uh, he also had Skateboard. Hmm? Okay. Yeah. Um, now, let's talk about some free games that are coming this month. We'll start with the Xbox, Xbox Games with Gold. For Xbox One, we are getting Warhammer Chaos Bane. That goes from the, the whole month, September 1st to September 30th. We're also getting Mulaka okay. from September 16th to October 15th. So that's also a month, but offset a little bit there. Um, Mulaka, I thought I looked at and, and looked kind of cool. Uh, I, 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 I don't think I've heard of it. I, I hadn't looked at I hadn't heard of it. I needed to look it up, um, but it, it did seem kind of cool. Um, let's see. And then the Xbox 360, these games are also compatible with Xbox One and the Xbox Series. Uh, series? The Xbox Series Series, right? The, the series of Xbox Series consoles. Yes? Yes. The series yes. Okay. of the consoles that we call Xbox. There you go. I love it. Um, Zone of the Enders HD Collection. Bobby, tell me everything you know about Zone of the Enders. Well, you're in the zone with the Enders, and it's in high definition. Uh -huh. What else do you need to What's know? What's an Ender? Uh, it's th something from uh, Minecraft. Mm. Bobby, let me let me give you another shot. Um, I have not played any of the Zone of the Enders games, but I, it, it's a travesty that I haven't. This knowing big that chase energy it's absolutely big chase energy now knowing that it's bce i hate that i'm using that phrase uh, but now that you know that what do you think this game is uh zone of enders is going to be a turn-based team game where it deals with uh a, a teenage group fighting a bigger bad probably corporation Damn, you, you went for the wrong direction. Uh, it's a game about mechs. It's a very oh. anime game about mechs. There you go. That was made by Metal Gear Man himself, Hideo Kojima. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I have no idea. These games are interesting. I need to try them, and I will try them for free now that they are on the Xbox 360. That HD collection, um, which is Zone of the Enders 1 and 2, I believe. Uh, most people played Zone of the Enders because it had the Metal Gear Solid demo yeah. on it uh so everybody wanted to play that demo so they would buy zone of the enders so they could play that similar to the way that i bought crackdown so i could play the halo 3 uh multiplayer beta and then ended up thinking crackdown was really cool 
Uh, so yeah, Zone of the Enders always has uh, has looked awesome. Those mechs look fucking sick. Uh, I've just never played those games, so maybe I will. Uh, that that is September first to September fifteenth, so you can go out and grab that now. And then Samurai Showdown two is September sixteenth to September thirtieth. I also I hate Samurai Showdown. Oh, let me just let me just rant just a second. I hate Samurai Showdown not for the way it plays. I think it plays great. I mean, it's a it's a good fighting game. Um, they they misspell Showdown on purpose, and I hate it. And fuck them for it. Dang. There's a W in Showdown. Shots fired from Chase. All right. Just hate it so much. Uh, anyway, um, then for the PlayStation side of things, PlayStation Plus games that we're getting on PlayStation Five exclusive. Overcooked, all you can eat. I hear people like those overcooked. We games. should we I should play one of those on stream. Should we? I feel like I would hate it. I feel like would you I hate would. It or would you hate me? Uh, mm, some of both. Some of both. I think I would hate it because it would make me hate you. All right. Here's my. Here's my. Yeah. If we don't do that one, we should do snipper clips. Well, I would love snipper clips is uh, better than Breath of the Wild. I think I've said that in you the said past. It. You said it. You said um, it. You said so... it. I've heard you say it. You said it. <laughs> Um, um so yeah i'd be up for that um uh, yeah i know johnny's talked a lot about overcooked What's playing this? with his family yeah. yeah they've all played um, that together his, his son has definitely uh griefed him a lot oh, in i that would game. not want to play that with his son no absolutely not uh but those games sound like they're really good and the all you can eat version i think that just i think that has all of them in there if i'm if i'm yeah. correct overcooked one and two yep uh, and any dlc kind of stuff they've done for the playstation 4 we're getting Predator Hunting Grounds, which is kind of like that asymmetric multiplayer uh, arena. Yeah. Like one person's the Predator and the other ones are the uh, kind of military dudes. And I heard it was okay. Seems seemed all right. Yeah. And then we're also getting Hitman 2, which that's, is really interesting. Yeah, that's a pretty big title. It also kind of it a It is a pretty one. big title. It's huh. yeah, like Hitman Three is out there. Yeah. So it's not, it's not that, but it is but, Hitman Two, which also doesn't Hitman Two have all the Hitman One stuff in it? You can get you all the Hitman One stuff, and then you can take okay. all this stuff into Hitman Three. So if you maybe right. you came into Hitman Three and you just didn't get the other ones for whatever reason, now you can complete those. You can bring those levels over to Hitman Three and kind of have everything together in one nice little package. So I've never played any of these new Hitman games and, but I've watched a lot of it and I've really enjoyed it. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before. I know Johnny and I have talked about it before, how we think these are great games to watch. Yeah. And I know he ended up playing three and actually really liking it. He, we did a stream on, I think that was his first ever stream with you. Uh, one yeah, morning he where did, he played, he did. we, we uh, smashed a woman in a wine press. Perfect. Great. It was wild. Uh, and like that, that stuff, it always sounds cool. It's free, so I might as yeah. well check it out, yeah. right? Yeah, so maybe, maybe I'll end up grabbing that. But, uh, but yeah, so Hitman 2, it's out there. Uh, now I'm going to throw it back to Bobby so he can yeah. tell us all about the Game Pass games that are, that are showing up to that service this month. Yeah, this was just announced. So there's, uh, we got eight games that you can expect to see coming to Game Pass this month. First up is a game called Craftopia, which... This is like Breath of the Wild meets Stardew Valley meets Pokemon. Uh, it's it's like, hey, what are all the things that we like? And let's put into a game. Real yeah. big, sprawling, open world. Almost sounds like too many things. It's too many things, but maybe it'll be all right. <laughs> That's on cloud console and PC. Another one on cloud console and PC is Breath Edge, which I attempted to play Breath Edge, 
and I I had a hard time. It should be a Bobby ass game with you know survival crafting type stuff. It's got some darker humor to it. It's got a neat look to it, kind of a retro uh, Sputnik style. I I would say that it's it's definitely maybe worth revisiting now that it's here on Game Pass, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, we also have a game called Songs of the so so uh, Sojourner, and that's a... a Signs. Signs, sorry, I didn't read it from here. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a deck-building narrative game, so you're using that uh, to check things out from a more narrative perspective. Surgeon Simulator... It's really good. Like, it's... Yeah. Like it's the, the cards are about how you speak, uh, so it's... You kind of learn... A language it allows you to communicate with other people as you are selling your wares across things but you have to spend your cards like spend your words and then you pick up new words and phrases that might be useful to you in the next place and they might not it just it seems really cool yeah i've i've just got so many kinds of deck builder roguelike kind of games sure but i want to check it out i, uh, I should check it. maybe i'll check it. well maybe we can check it out one night with game pass you know, I'll have yeah. it on PC. Um, Surgeon Simulator 2, a series I've always wanted to check out, but never have gotten around to, and this is a nice excuse to do it. Uh, Final Fantasy 8 is going to be... Hitting. Not 8. What's not? That's not 8. Not 8? Which one is it? That's, that's 13. Oh, sorry. I, I, that's a small image cool. I'm looking at off of our note it's here. A, it's, a, it's an X, not a, not a V. You oh, got okay. close. Um, X3. Did you like this one? I didn't play this one. Okay. I'd like to play this one. Uh, people say this. People say it's good after about twenty hours. <laughs> hey, you've done that before yeah. with Persona. We definitely have done that before. Uh, the, the if I remember correctly, it's people saying it's very linear. Okay, which feels weird for a Final Fantasy game that's supposed to be like a big open RPG, and it finally opens up at one point, but that point is very far into the game. It looks gorgeous, though. I. I've been meaning to play this for a while, and maybe someday I will. Okay. Uh, Crown Trick, also coming to console and PC. Uh, Nuclear Throne, console and PC. Ah, and then... Nuclear Throne rules. Does it? Game rules. Yeah. It's okay. a Flamber joint. Okay. Uh, it's, it's very good. It's, a, it's kind of a roguelike shooter. Not kind of. It is a roguelike shooter. It's, it's good. It's good, good, good stuff. And then a game that we're going to talk about here in a little bit called The Artful Escape is going to be launching on Game Pass. It looks like day and date uh, when that happens. So uh, that is... And we also just got all the Quake games, too. But those came late uh, in, in the month of August, but we did get all the Quake games on Game Pass. But enough about that shit. Let's talk and show off some of these videos of things that people sure. can expect to be playing soon. Yeah, let's start with a game that you and I both have talked about liking or thinking looked really cool, and that is Lake. And that yeah. came out yesterday. Yeah. September first. Came out for PC and Xbox One. This is the this is the game where you play as a letter carrier. Yep. In a kind of in the eighties. Uh, Pacific Northwest town. Yeah, you you uh you're like a high powered executive woman, uh, a girl boss, if you will, and then you decide to uh to kind of get out of the corporate rat race and, and go back to your hometown and do something a lot more chill, which is what if I just carried mail to people and, and learned about their problems and talked to them and maybe find romance while it's out there. Uh, it just, it seems cool. I just seems chill. And yeah. I kind of want that in my life right now. Yeah. It, it definitely yeah. seems like a game that I'd like to sink some time into. I did check out the demo of this. 
Um, and it's it's neat. There's some really good voice acting going for it. Uh, it is a slower game, and I would just say that like, you know, it, it's not it, it's be wide awake. I'm not saying it's boring, but I'm just saying that like it's a very peaceful game. It's a very chilled yeah. out game. By design. Yeah. By design. And so there's a lot of cool stuff going on with it. I, I like the style of it quite a bit. Me too. Uh, next, coming out on the 7th, is Fist Forged in Shadow Torch. It's, a, it's an acronym. See? Forged in Shadow like, Torch. Yeah. yeah. You know how we have fights in tight spaces and we call it Fits? Yeah. This is, this is Fist. Fist. I think this looks really neat. It does look pretty good. Uh, this, is, uh, this is a Metroidvania-style mm. game. Which you don't like. Which I normally don't like. I've yeah. I've enjoyed a couple of them over the years, but uh, generally not my genre of game. Yeah, looks real good though. It does look it's, really uh, good. Yeah, like why don't you skip in a little bit more in this video? Because there's a part where it gets to combat where it looks like you're doing like some comboy kind of stuff that is just looks cool. Like you you kind of got this bionic commando looking rabbit that you're controlling, and the way you're you're comboing these moves and and putting out. Like there's like a big blade that you're throwing out on the bot on the ground. Ah, just wasn't there a game called? It looks actually cool as hell. Machinarium is it was like a point and click adventure game, something like that. Machinarium, yeah. Machinarium. This this reminds me, uh, same color palette, kind of a different, like a little bit of a similar setting there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean that that one is Machinarium is definitely more, um, like more like a cartoonish animated style than this, but yeah. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, let's neat. move on. It, it does look neat. I, I think it would probably be a pretty cool game. Uh, same day, the 7th, we are also getting Sonic Colors Ultimate. I don't know why. I don't know why this is happening. Uh, Chase, not, at this point, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know what Sonic Colors ultimate is and i'm too afraid to ask so sonic colors was a game that came out for the the wii the wii okay. the wii i need to look this up i'm sorry i need to look this up it's a game do, that came out for we? the switch oh no wait no that's this is wait what what is happening the wii came out for the wii okay came out for the wii and the nintendo ds um and I remember hearing, and they were two different games. So the DS game was was kind of entirely different. I remember people saying both games were surprisingly good, and the DS version was actually really good. Okay. Uh, I did not play Sonic. This was kind of a time where I was like, oh, all Sonic games are bad. Uh, give me the old Sonic games. And so I just didn't. I kind of skipped this one. I don't know why this is the one they're deciding to bring back, though. Like, yeah, it, it got some pretty good reviews, and people kind of liked it, but you could do that with Sonic Generations, which people also really liked and I think is a, a more interesting game. I, I don't know. They're also making like a cartoon based on this okay. that's coming out around the same time. Sure. I, I don't got know Sonic why. Fever, baby. I guess. But like, why is this? Why is Sonic Colors the one you attach yourself to? Like, I get, hey, Sonic Boom was kind of a bust. <laughs> that's funny. Hey. Bust. Um, but I I do not understand why Sonic Colors is the one you, you go to. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, you know what? I'm actually somewhat interested in seeing if it's good, but I just don't know why. Why are you doing this? Why? Why Why are you doing this? And why now? 
it's a weird thing. Um, on the 9th, Bobby mentioned it before, coming to Game Pass as well. We are getting the Artful Escape. This is coming... Oh, I guess I should announce what these things are for. Uh, Sonic Colors is coming for basically everything. PS4, Xbox One. Um, you, you we'll worry about the other ones later. You don't need to worry this about that. This game looks um, so art pretty. Totally. Uh, it's coming out for PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. It does... It does look good. It's Annapurna, too. It does look good. They make good shit. It's Annapurna. I... I could get on board with it. It's on on Game Pass. I'm going to play the shit out of it. It is on Game Pass. I like the way it looks. I don't think I like the way it looks like it'll play. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. It it looks trippy as hell. Yeah, it's like a mostly running to the right kind of platformer thing. I like the music bent that it's going on. Yeah. I just don't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but uh, but it does look good, and we'll see. Uh, also on the ninth, we are getting Toy Soldiers HD, another game that's kind of like, why'd you bring this one back? I I don't I don't kind of get it. Uh, it's coming out for PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, these are RTS games, and they yeah. are they're you are you are toy soldiers, and you are kind of recreating. Uh, I believe this is all World War II stuff. Uh, I. I think this is the one, the Toy Soldiers franchise was really popular back in the 360 days. Yes, it was. And got a lot of spinoffs, and I, I believe Toy Soldiers was the one that got, hey, here's the G.I. Joe pack that now you can play as the, as the, uh, you know, as Cobra Commander and, and the and the Joes. And I think it got, I think it got another one too. Was it, wasn't Transformers? There was another one that was like, yeah. here's a classic toys that, that kind of showed up here and you could play with these as well. I, again, like those, those aren't in here. This is the original Toy Soldiers. It's cool, I guess. Yeah. Like it's an RTS, but also right. you can kind of zoom into one of your units, similar to like Brutal Legend, I guess. Yep. Uh, you can zoom into one of your units and play and overtake them directly. So that's kind of cool. Again, I just kind of ask why now? Right, okay. right. Yeah, what, what brought the song? Yeah, yeah. On the tenth, we are getting "Life Is Strange: True Colors," and that's coming for. I this was out. No, I know it's tough. It feels like there's a life is a new "Life Is Strange" thing every couple months. Uh, this is coming out for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Stadia. Uh, this is the one where you play as the Asian woman, and you have empathy powers i believe like you can you can feel what people feel that's your that's your kind of thing you're not going back in time uh like with with max and the original um life is strange uh i can't remember the powers that were happening in life is strange 2 but this is kind of the, the third this is essentially life is strange 3 okay and uh and yeah i mean it it looks good i still haven't played <laughs> The any line. of those yeah. games i've i've got two and i would like to play two i've watched one get played all the way through on a let's play so i don't feel the need to go back to that one but uh, i would like to play life is strange too and potentially play this one as well or sean also on the 10th we are getting lost in random which is coming out for pc switch ps4 ps5 xbox one and xbox series x I'm into it, man. Did I say Xbox Series One? Xbox One. I don't know what I said. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, this this looks cool. We yes. talked about Tim Burton a little bit uh, with Psychonauts. This is kind of the other side of Tim Burton 
the even darker, more Halloween-y kind of style uh, of Tim Burton. Right. There's something kind of cool about having little a little anthropomorphic dice this, die that's running around with you. It just sweeped uh, a lot of yeah. the, the awards at the Gamescom stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it, it showed up very, very well there. I watched some videos and some reactions to it, and uh, I am really, really excited to give this one a shot. Okay. Yeah. That that excites me as well. I'll uh I'll have to take I like a that style. That I like one. the look. I love having that that die with you. I think that that's really cool. I like the sword play of it. Um this is this is a game that I think will be really really cool. Nice. Uh also on the 10th. The 10th is where a lot of games are coming out. Uh NBA 2K22 comes out for PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One and Xbox Series X. It's the basketball it's the basketball game. It's it's the, it's it's the basketball, and it's seems good. Seems pretty. Look look at those. Like that that looks like Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, looks uh, looks like Laker a real now. person. Yep. It's it, these games look good. Uh, did I? I can't. I don't want to speak out of turn here because I barely was looking at the post that had it here. Somebody was talking about actual live commentary while you are playing the game. Uh, that might have just been like a one-off kind of thing or maybe something that happens every once in a while, but there was some kind of story about a- an actual basketball announcer oh, that even <laughs> announcing your game as you played it. <laughs> Weird. Which sounded fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what to say about these games. They're always, they're always solid. They're solid mechanically. They play really nicely. Um, oh, this is some uncanny valley shit. I mean, it's it's almost past the Uncanny Valley, though. I know. It looks like you're watching a basketball game. I know. It's wild. It's really it's... incredible how how this nicely... Is, this, is this, is not, this is This is weird. It's just real fucking basketball, man. I it's know. It's kind of crazy. Um, but it is, it is a 2K game, so it still does have uh, some of that... I don't think it's loot boxy shit exactly, but it's a lot of, like, paying money to get points that you could put into your skills for your player or a lot of cosmetic stuff that, you know, kind of sucks, but it's there if you want to play it. But you can also just play exhibition modes or online play and you don't have to do any of that stuff. Uh, Moving on to Tales of Arise, which also comes out on the 10th. That's for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One and Xbox Series X. We talked about this on the show last week, I believe. Johnny and I both played that demo, and uh, he was a lot higher on it than I was. Yep. But uh, you know, that's, I think we, I think we set our. I think, I think one, Johnny so. did also say I don't know if he put his list together, but I'm pretty sure he's going to pick this up. I'm. I bet he. I bet he will. But does he return it? Hmm. Hmm. It is. It is his mo. Moving on. Also on the tenth. WarioWare Get It Together. This is coming exclusively for the Switch, as you might have guessed. It's a new WarioWare game. WarioWare games are good. Are you excited about this one? I am and I'm not. Like I think it'll be I think it'll be good. I think it'll be fun. I don't know if I need this in my life though. Right. I I feel like if if I wanted to play some WarioWare, I'm more likely to just grab my Game Boy Color and play WarioWare Twisted. I think this game will be great. <laughs> I just don't know if I need to play it. 
Yeah, but they are good. I, I'm I'm kind of interested to see the 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 new mechanic they've got going on, the new gimmick, which is each of the characters that are in here play a little differently, and you actually solve some of these mi- micro games. Sorry, not mini games. Solve some of these micro games in different ways depending on the different kinds of of uh, characters you choose to play as. So that could be yeah, interesting. that could be fun. But uh, but yeah. Very Finally, cool. getting away from the tenth, let's get to the fourteenth. We'll talk about Deathloop, Ooh. Microsoft's newest PlayStation exclusive for PC and PS Five, dude. <laughs> so maybe you can help me out with this. Well, first of all, like I, I yeah. do want to talk about this game for a second because I've been hearing all kinds of stuff from Gamescom about like this game sure. just fucking hits all the right notes. It's it's arcane at their absolute best, and yeah. uh. I know that Microsoft, when they acquired Bethesda and everybody with them, they were like, okay, this is part of the deal that has to stay with PlayStation. The vi- There's been some vagueness to what they've said. Like, hey, this will be on Game Pass after the 14th, is what they've said. Have you seen anything that indicates, like, when this is going to be coming to... I, I have not heard anything. I, I would assume this is some very timed exclusivity. Yeah. I don't know how long that time is, though, but I've I have to imagine a game that Microsoft owns, a studio that Microsoft owns, is going to eventually put this game uh, that that looks really good, has a cool art style to it, has a has like a uh, an inventiveness to its premise, yep, to its themes, to its vibe that I'm into, yep. <laughs> um, Despite not really liking Dishonored 2. I, I really like Dishonored 1 a bunch. And for whatever reason could not get into Dishonored 2 at all. So I'm a little bit unsure of Arcane at the moment. But Did you ever I, like, I like what this game's doing. Smoke and yeah. Aces. I have not seen Smoke and Aces. But yeah, I, I, I know that I remember the trailer. I remember the attitude. And this game kind of has some yeah, of that. Yeah, it's got a, a bit it, of that going on it. For sure. I, it's like the goofier bits of James Bond without the seriousness yeah. of James Bond. And yeah. I like the idea that everybody knows that there's a time loop going on. And I think that that's really cool. So like when you're planning mm-hmm. things out, like everybody's aware of the bullshit. Um, I did hear, I don't know if it ever happened, but I, I know that uh, PlayStation was going to incorporate some of the stuff with the DualSense. Like you can jam a gun up and your triggers become locked up. Like there's things I heard early on that would be happening. Um, I, I, I would love to play this on PC if I could, but if it's a pretty long wait, uh, I, I may just grab it on PlayStation cause I've, it got pushed back from last year and I've, I've, I've been really looking forward to what this is for, for a while. Well, I, th- I think the PC version does come out the 14th with the PS5. Does it? Okay. It's just, yeah, it's just not coming to Xbox for a while. But I think it'll be on Game Pass is I should be able to put it for free. That's what I'm getting at. Like. Yeah, like, yeah, PC Game Pass? Yeah, that's a good question. I, mm. I wonder. I don't, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, on the 16th, we have Eastward, which is a game that Bobby and I have been uh, eyeing for a while now. This is published, I, I'm not sure if I know who the developer is, but it's published by Chucklefish, who uh, Bobby and I would probably know the best from uh, Wargroove. Stardew. Is that Advance Wars style game? Hmm? Stardew Valley. Oh, did they do Stardew Valley too? Mm-hmm. Nice, very cool. Um, yeah, Eastward. Just, just look at it, man. I know. Just fucking look at it. I know they're they're apparently on Steam. 
so this this happened before I built my PC, but on Steam there was a, a demo, like a very early demo for this. And I've just had this on my wish list ever since. And I didn't think it would be this year, but here we are, and, and this looks so fucking cool. God, it looks so what? good. When people when people tell me, and I've got a couple friends who've said something to this effect, they're like, just so tired of pixel art. Oh, it's, it's so many games are doing pixel art. Like we just need to get past it. Like the it's it's not it's not cool to be retro anymore. Like we can we can do something else. And like you should look at Eastward. You should look at yeah. a game like this, see what it's doing with pixel art. Yeah. Because there is still a ton of stuff we can do with pixel art yeah. that doesn't have to just look eight bit or sixteen bit. You can you can make pixel art games that that look really cool. I still go back to something like Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP because like right. that game also pixel art, but is doing much more interesting things with it than just hey, this is another game that kind of looks like Super Mario. Yep. And yeah, I, I hate that argument of people going uh, pixel art because fuck that. Like there's uh, Hyperlight Drifter is a gorgeous game that does some really right. cool things with pixel art, and and this game is right up there with it. And uh, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's, I, I can't wait to play this. It's on PC and Switch. And it's on sale right now on both platforms. There is, I think, a 15% discount if you pre-order the game. Uh, so just putting that out there if anybody's interested. Yeah, I believe I, I think I did that. I think I have that pre-order. Cool. Um, also on the 16th, we are getting Skatebird. We've, we've talked about Skatebird in the past. Skatebird still, still looks cool to me. I know Bobby had some trouble with the controls when he played it uh during our during the steam yep. steam what was that called games fest next fest. next fest um but yeah it looks it looks like tony hawk except you're a little bird a little you're bird. going on going on like office furniture and and little rooftops and stuff like that it's uh i, I want to play some skateboard coming yep. out for pc switch and xbox Done. it just got pushed enough yeah yep. so uh coming out now on the 17th, we are getting Aragami 2. A-R-A-G-A-M-I. Aragami. Not origami. Not origami. Correct. Um, it's coming out for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. I feel like we've covered this before in something. Like I don't, I don't know if this also got pushed. It, lo um, it looks very familiar. It does look familiar. It also looks familiar because it looks like Tenchu. It looks like Tenshu and and you know you see that like little dark dash that you did, which also feels very dishonoredy, where you kind of yep. do like blink power stuff. Um uh, and that seems it seems like a good combination of games to uh to do your stealth action game around. So I, I would agree. Uh, I'm kinda digging this. This yeah. seems like it could be good. I, I guess I'll wait to hear about reviews, but I'm I'm keeping an eye on this. You said it's on what now? It is on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Okay, cool. M moving on, also on the same day, the night, uh, the seventeenth, we are getting Nino Kuni Two Re Revenant Kingdom Princes Edition for the Nintendo Switch. This includes all three of the DLC packs from the PS4 and PC version of Nino Kuni Two Revenant Kingdom. Uh, we liked this game. Yeah. Do you have a desire to get on a Switch? Zero. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I did enjoy this game a lot. I think if you haven't played this game, this seems like a good version to go after uh, with the with the DLC. It's not going to look as pretty as the as the PlayStation Four version for sure. 
or the uh this game came to xbox i think right uh yeah so probably won't look as pretty as those versions but has all the dlc stuff baked into it i think it was a i think it was a good game yeah yeah i agree that's my take i think it's a good game it's a good game moving on to the 21st we are getting kenna bridge of spirits for pc ps4 and ps5 i swear we've talked about this one before too like, uh, this one's got pushed back. We were we had okay. we had brought this up last month. I'm like, hey, don't even talk about it. It got bumped. Right. Okay. Uh, looks like a DreamWorks movie, or like rare, which game. you know, not not quite as good as a as a Pixar movie, but like it looks good for sure. Yeah, it, it definitely has some rare kind of energy to it. Yeah. Um, I, it looks it looks pretty good. It looks really it looks pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. I yeah. like this. This is kind of in that Psychonauts world for me of like, I don't know if I want to play these kinds of games anymore, but right. this looks like a good one of those. Yep. Uh, it, it actually is giving me a lot of God of War vibes in the way that the combat works, where it, it's yeah. um, you're kind of like mixing in different styles of attacks, melees and, and, uh, and ranged attacks. You've got kind of some creature familiar things that you're also playing around with. It's and it just looks really pretty. I yeah. I kind of I really hope this game is good, but uh, yeah, we'll see. But it looks it right now, just from the art alone, looks really really good. I agree. On the twenty third, Bobby talked about it a little bit. Diablo two resurrected this is coming out for basically everything: PC, Switch, PS four and PS five, Xbox One and Xbox Series X. Uh, you know, I know how we feel about Blizzard these days. Uh, you know, not only they're what they're doing outside of the video game news, but even when we think about the actual video game stuff, uh, we we got those War that Warcraft remaster, which by all accounts was pretty bad. People yeah. did not like that at all. It took out some major features from uh, from Warcraft that people really wanted. It did. It just did not play the way that people wanted it to play. Uh, that makes me a little a little so, cautious. Friend of the show, like Diablo Two, Pierce yeah. played this. Yes, and he said he came on when we were streaming one night. He's like, "Let us wrap that up." And he said, "It is, uh, it is Diablo Two in the best way possible." Good, that's great to hear. Yeah. And Pierce, uh, I believe, played a lot of Diablo Two. I know he's played a lot of Diablo Three. He was. Huge indeed, Diablo three in college. Couldn't get that guy to play anything else or to do anything else. Not, I'm not bitter about, it, of course. <laughs> if you, maybe you know, if he, if you pick it up, we could all play it one night. Yeah, that'd be fun. But uh, I think you and I have different plans on the twenty third, because <laughs> I think you and I will probably both be playing Sable, which comes God, out for the PC and Xbox X. I was already hyped guess, for this fucking game, and then that demo. I, I won't actually explain it because I don't have either of those consoles. But holy shit, man, Sable! Sable's gonna be good. I mean, it's coming for the Xbox One, right? Yeah. Like, I, I just wrote Xbox Series X, but that demo was on Xbox One yeah. that I played. Yeah, you have it yeah. there. Okay, did I hey. miss something? I think I missed something. It's on Xbox One as well, so yeah. I find I will play this. Game. And then uh, also, like, I, I just want to shout it out because I think it's. It's really good, but the soundtrack for that game from Japanese Breakfast is also, I think she's got a few tracks out now that you can find out for the album underneath the name Sable. Um, but Glider's a hell of a song, man. Glider is so good. And you know what? Like, 
I could talk about this sort of thing for a long time, but I won't. That captured that game so beautifully. It fits perfectly for what's going on. And um, she was on an interview talking about the arrangement and like why she chose certain instruments for different biomes. Uh, it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch to see her break down like what she's doing with this game and where the inspiration came from. And uh, yeah. that is a whole other layer of this game that has me incredibly excited is the music of it. And it's just, it's not even, it's not one that you might think of right away when you see a game this breathtaking, but I can't wait. Yeah, uh, we've been talking about Sable for a long while on this podcast, and it's great that it's finally coming out. And, you know, part of me is like, uh oh, another character action game. I don't, uh, character action platformer. But I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think Sable's going to be fine for me. I, yeah. I think I'm going to be able to play that. No problem. Yep. I playing that demo and getting on the, the actual glider thing that you drive around on, even though that was a junky one that yep. it is not going to play like the way that the, the good ones are going to play as yep. that was still so much fun. I just can't wait to, to drive around the desert. Ah, it's going to be so great. On the 24th, the very next day, gonna, you, can, you can drive around some different sand in Death Stranding Director's Cut. Death oh. Stranding Director's Cut. Uh, don't call it a Director's Cut. It's not one of those. No, yeah. It's no, there's no cut. Like, there's, you, it's a more. You didn't cut anything. More in fact, Death you Stranding. added a shit ton of stuff. Uh, it's coming exclusively for PS5. You know, we got, what was it, eight minutes, nine minutes of, of footage. Uh, did, you, did you feel a little full? A little bit. Like, I, again, uh, I, the more I think about that game after the fact, the more I think I really like that game. Look, man, this game, I think you can upgrade for not a whole lot of money. And yeah. uh, it will, I, I can guarantee you this game will look very good on a PlayStation 5. And even if it's just some of the dumb stuff that they've added into it, like jetpacks and gliders. just And that stuff kind of bumps me out, honestly. Like, because it, it takes away the, the interesting part of the game, which was navigating the land, which now that you just have catapult things that can shoot you over gaps and jetpacks that can stop your fall, kind of whatever. But... Right. There are, it does look like there's some new story-ish kind of stuff. There's some new side mission stuff that sounds pretty cool. And, and you know, maybe for somebody like me who has played this game and has gone through the, the arduous tasks of, of delivering packages, maybe maybe to do it in a dumber, more silly way would yeah. actually be okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this, Bobby. You got too much But there's a part on. of me that's like, I could, I could do it. Maybe. The other part of me goes, just just replay Metal Gear Solid Five again, you dumbass. Ooh, That's the game you really ooh, like. Give us that one. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Let's kind of cut through some of these. Uh, yeah. I know it's getting a little bit late. On the twenty fourth, we're getting Lost Judgment for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Not for PC because you sickos out there are using that man's image for naughty shit or whatever. You're doing hacks. You're hacking him into the system and showing off. Yeah. His, why? His belly why would button. you do that? Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like we all dropped off of... Or actually, you didn't play Like a Dragon, did you? I, I, I bought it. I played very little of it. 
and it just got swept up in the game of the year stuff and i was like i yeah. just need I, I i can't tell you i dislike that game i can't tell you that i love yeah that game same either. here I, I i enjoyed my time with it uh i think johnny put the most time out of any of us which is a weird statement to say yeah don't ever say um, that again but we all we all ended up falling off that game at different points and uh, i feel bad i feel like the yakuza series and the judgment series are, are things i would like if i stuck with them i just have not and uh Maybe I'll fix that. I don't know. Uh, I have Judgment. I should just play Judgment. Yeah. Judgment. Uh, on the 28th, we are getting Away, the survival series for PC, PS4, and PS5. This is kind of like a nature documentary turned video game. God damn, and I think that? it's interesting. There's a game that came out. Mm-hmm. It had to do with, like I think, like Legacy. And I think that you were playing as like a, a chimpanzee mm-hmm. in it. Yep. Uh huh. I was thinking the exact same thing. Okay. That is not this. That's not this. That, that no, no. That game was like about evolution and like training your training your children to know things so they could better survive the next thing. This is this feels like a. I think this is more like an anthology of like different vignettes where you play as different kinds of creatures, and it it looks great. Looks a lot better than that chimpanzee yeah. game. Yeah, I, I would, I would agree. <laughs> um, but there's, there's something kind of cool about this. I, I want to know more about what it is and how it actually plays and what you're doing in it. Yeah. But I, I like what I'm seeing out of this. Sure. Some a game that talked to teaches me a little something about nature would be uh, kind of cool. Agreed. On the 28th, we are getting Lemnus Gate. For the PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X, this uh, is a first-person shooter, okay. and it's a strategy game, and it also deals with time, and hmm. it hurts my fucking brain to watch it. Yeah, that just really made my stomach hurt. What is going on yeah. here? So what happens is, I believe this game is played in rounds, and you play the first round pretty straight up. It's you versus an opponent. And you're just shooting shit. Okay. The next round, you go back to where you were, and your character does everything you did in the first round. What? And now you play as a second version of you, and you can affect the things that happened in that first round. So, you got sniped in the head that first round. What if you, because you know where that sniper is now, on the second round, you kill the sniper before he kills you, in that round, and now you have two characters that are going around. And I think what happens is if you save yourself, that's now like an AI-controlled thing that might do some more stuff in the time loop of what else were you going to do. So sure. you stack these things on. I think they're played in rounds of five, if, I, if I'm correct. So you're able to start building strategies of, okay, if I throw a grenade here, that denies space because I know that that the the opponent might bring somebody here or much. has brought somebody here in a previous loop. Yeah, it's definitely too much. It it reminds me a lot of uh what's the uh what's the game that's out right now? Splitgate. Splitgate. Which, yeah. you know, is doing is not doing this. It's using portals, not time, but it's also like a break my brain kind of thing of here's a shooter and there's so many ways to manipulate what's happening there. It's I, I can't play this. I can't play this because yeah, I, I would, don't want to lose my mind playing this. Yeah, would, exactly. No way. Yeah. But if you can play this, it seems like it'll be awesome. But I just sure. can't. I, my brain can't handle it. 
Uh, on the 28th, we are getting New World, which Bobby talked about. Uh, got got delayed to this month. Bobby, anything you want to say about New World that you haven't said already? Uh, it's an MMORPG, which is really intimidating, but it is yeah. one that you pay a flat rate for. This is the one that Amazon Studios is putting out. So your friend of mine, Jeffrey Bezos, has his DNA all over it. Um, I mean, Jeffrey Bezos has his hands on what we're doing right now. Yeah. Like we're on Twitch. We're literally we're on Twitch. <laughs> Uh, there's some speaking of which there's some cool integrations for streaming this on Twitch where people can get loot drops while you're doing it. Uh, it doesn't have a class system, and instead you just level up weapons that you want to use, and then you get a skill tree for those weapons. So you can play it how you see fit, which is really neat. And uh, I think that people really dug it. Like they got some really good feedback and really insightful things from people taking time uh, to check it out when it was in that that. Uh, open beta. Yeah, look at this fucking door playing this game. Who is this idiot? Quaker Oats, looking ass. <laughs> Eat your uh, Moving on to also on the 28th, we are getting Outer Wilds Echoes of the Eye, which this is, is weird, billed as the, right? it's billed as the first and only, kind of weird that they would come out and say that, first and only expansion for the Outer Wilds coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, I don't exactly know what it adds. I think I think there's a new planet. Maybe I'm not. I don't. I I just don't know. Uh, yeah, the Outer Wilds is cool. I think it's a great concept. I did not have the patience to unlock all of its secrets, but I've I've listened to people talk about it. Mm-hmm. I've watched the No Clip documentary. I I think that game is awesome. Yeah, uh, and I don't know, I don't know that it needs DLC, but I, I kind of want to see what this team does with DLC. You know? Yeah, I think the game took off in a way they weren't really expecting. Yeah. Oh, totally. But very cool. Yeah. So that is out on the twenty eighth. On the thirtieth, we're getting Astria Ascending for the PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, I, guys, I write little notes about these games yep. in our in our Dropbox note, just so we kind of have an idea. You know, I watch a bunch of trailers. Um. And I, I mentioned earlier on this podcast, I don't like using this phrase. I think it's derogatory in a way that that hurts me. That you just put that you categorize a game in such a way that you'd go like, ah, we can just dismiss it. But this this is this game has some has some BCE. It has some big chase energy. It's got some BCE all over it. It's dripping. It's oozing with BCE. Like look at this thing. It's a turn based RPG. It's already a good start. Um, it's got an anime art style. Check number two. Uh, I like a lot of what this game's doing. Mm-hmm. Seems like you got some cool combo kind of attacks. This is I a. Like, it's not like a sequel or anything, right? No, I don't believe so. No, I haven't seen anything that would make me think it's a sequel. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just digging, digging this game's whole vibe, and I, I like what I'm seeing, and I want to, I want to see more. Seconds on thirtieth. I want to see. Also more on the thirtieth, Doctor Who: The Edge of Reality. This is weird. It's coming to PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Um, they haven't really said what this game is. That's not the right one. So there's there's been a hang on. Well, that's that's we're not talking about that one yet. We've got to uh, back up that. 
Hold on. Hold on. Okay. The, the Doctor Who thing's like less than a minute. It's a teaser trailer because they really haven't told us or shown us anything about what this game is. There has been a... I, I think there's a Doctor Who VR game that came out a little while ago that also had the word reality in it, I think, to, as like a play on virtual reality. But this is different. I, I don't know. It's... I don't we, have the video. The, again, the, that's fine. The the video, there's nothing really to say about the video because it's it just shows off the the weeping angels, the Daleks, and the Cybermen. And it's like, yeah, okay, those are Doctor Who things. I guess it's fine. I mean, did you ever watch Doctor Who? Are you a, are you a Whovian or I'm not a Whovian? Uh, I've worked with a lot of people who who are. And... Oh, why don't they call them hooligans? Holy shit! Huh? They messed up. I uh, no, I did not watch it i have a lot of friends who who did and they're like hey if you want to watch it start with this season this episode then go to this season this episode i'm like that sounds like a lot of work it does sound like work uh here's what i did i watched the reboot when it came out uh or not when it came out maybe a little bit later uh but i watched in college i i really like that guy uh, christopher ecclestein i think is his yeah. name he was in, also in leftovers really liked him in leftovers as well uh, he was only there for a season. I, I liked him, and then Tenant came in, and everyone creamed their pants over Tenant. And, and there were some again, they there were good episodes. I, I watched plenty of that. Uh, I ended up watching quite a bit of Doctor Who. My roommate really liked it as well, so we would watch it all the time. And then eventually, I think it was when um, Amy, Amy Pond, and Rory got off the show. Like the the two companions. Yeah, I stopped watching it and and just stopped caring. I, I think there. they kind of, yeah. I just I didn't like the way that doctor ended, uh, and the kind of reveals they did with that. And uh, and then I hear it's been good since female doctor. They had uh, Peter Cifaldi, Peter Capaldi, Capaldi, not Cifaldi. That guy, that guy runs the video game history museum. Um. But uh, yeah, I hear they do do pretty good things. But there's a part of me that looks back on my time in college and why the fuck did you watch all that Doctor Who? That was not that good. It's like um, I don't know. Maybe no. that'll make enemies. Uh, let's end it though, Bobby. You've been itching to show this trailer off, uh, and that's Hot Wheels Unleashed. Finally, going to unleash this trailer. This is coming out for PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Uh it's, this looks really cool. It just, I mean, there was that Hot Wheels DLC for which Forza Horizon was it? Was it, uh, was it three, four? I can't remember. It was the one, one that of came out had, when the Series X did. I think, uh, Not Series X, but Xbox it? One X. Yeah, was that the, I think that was the one in Australia. I want to say that's yep. four. Yep. I don't remember. Um, was it the same game that had the Lego DLC? Or was that a different Forza Horizon that got the Lego? That was DLC? the same one. I think no. Okay. No, me. I don't know. I, man. I don't. I don't remember either. I'm gonna say, if I had to guess, gun to my head, I think it was Forza Horizon Three had the Hot Wheels DLC, uh, which was pretty good, pretty pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, they're making a whole hot. Well, not they. It's not Turn Ten, but it. There is a Hot Wheels game. You're seeing it right now. That is all Hot Wheels. It brings back the classic Hot Wheels cars. There's the fucking shark car, which awesome. Love that car. Yep. Um, plenty of orange tracks. There are booster pads. There's a lot of driving around like garages and and other things. Like people made these tracks, but also they're 
they're impossible tracks that people have, you know, daisy chained the 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 tracks in their in their own God. places. I I loved the Micro Machines games for yeah. the uh, for the Sega Genesis and like Nintendo original Nintendo. There there were some like you're driving around um, around like a, a breakfast table. And the the track lines were all Cheerios that you'd have to you know stay in the lines with, and you drive around the big glass of milk or something like that, or or jump over a, a fork. Uh, I I thought those were really cool. I like that idea of you know being like a small tiny car driving on stuff and and doing that perspective stuff. That's one of the things I like about Skatebird is that yeah. it's also doing similar kind of perspective things sure. like that. Um, so there's a part of me that goes like, oh, I bet I would love this. But also racing games are pretty touchy for me. Like there's there's a certain kind of racing game that I'm looking for. And it, this might be it. It might not. I don't know. But uh, I I dig what it's doing and uh, I hope it's good because it seems cool. It's, it's... I was a big Hot Wheels fan growing up. Well, I think that there's going to be a lot to love in that Hot Wheels Unleashed game. And uh, I just wish that it was coming to, uh, you know, like Game Pass or something. I could... Yeah. Uh, it, it might it might in the future who knows Chase. all right bobby it's time to make some picks yeah. for this month what did we see this month that we thought uh was you know things that we would personally recommend things that we know that we're gonna buy whatever uh i did enlist johnny despite his his tooth pain and his uh uncomfortable air conditioning Yes, um, he was able to to scratch out a couple of things that he was interested in for this month. Bobby, why don't you go first and tell us the uh, the games that are your picks for the month of September? Yeah, let me get that pulled up here. So for me, I put Eastward, Sable, Lost in Random, and Deathloop. I think those are fair choices. Yeah, uh, I also had Eastward and Sable. Those games just gorgeous to look at and hopefully they play as good as they as they look sable does seem like it is that since we played that demo yep. uh, and then i i had to go with the with the bce and uh and put astria ascending on that i think that's you, think, you think you'll pick it up oh i i think i'll pick that up for sure cool. yeah unless unless it comes out and people are absolutely shitting on it in reviews i think uh i think that's an easy pickup for me Okay. Uh, as for Johnny, he also had Deathloop, uh, like you did, but he also has Warrior Where Get It Together. Totally, totally understand that. And Tales of Arise, which I understand a lot less after playing that demo. But that's uh, fine. It's his opinion, and I'm sure you know we'll make sure he uh, you know thought about it in a in a very thoughtful manner. Chase, thank you as always for putting that note together and and all the work you do on capturing the videos that we get to play back on here and like just give me all the links to run it it's it's awesome and i really appreciate you just making it for me tonight just little old oh, me i bobby i i think it's really nice uh how you are being so nice to me mm -hmm. um mm -mm. what if what if bobby what if Don't. What? What if you had to be nice to Johnny? God damn it, Bobby! I have saved. I know I'm one of the hosts of this show, so I probably could give myself coins if I wanted to, but I, I don't know if I have that. Um, I just cashed in ten thousand casual coins, uh, which would... is one of our reward tiers, which is a very high reward tier. 
<laughs> which is probably the reason nobody's ever done it before. Um, I have cashed in on a night that he is not here to enjoy these comments. I have cashed in the be nice to Johnny <laughs> casual reward. I already said something nice about Johnny that I thought his uh, his Tales of Arise pick was very thoughtful, even though that was slightly sarcastic. Um, but also, I'm the one who paid for it, so I feel like I've shown my appreciation through money. Um, Bobby, please, not here to see it. Say something nice about our co-host and friend, Johnny Amazich. Johnny is usually one of the first people to hit me up and to authentically ask me, how's your day going? And he'll also ask me, like, how are you holding up? And I know that he means it, and he means well by it. And I greatly appreciate in our friendship that. And look, like, I'm only going to say this now because you paid money for it. But yep. mm -hmm. Johnny and I are really good friends. We have we worked together for a long time. Um, we we started this podcast together. Um, you came in and really helped out by removing that level of obligation to one another. But uh, I've known Johnny for over 10 years. Uh, he's a great, great father. He's a really, really good dad. And uh, he cares a lot about his kid. And he somehow has managed to grab... Uh, he's married way out of his league with Misty. And so I, I got to give him some cre some credit there where, where credit's due. But... Uh, I, I I will say this only now because you paid good money for it. Johnny's an all right guy. You're going to make me cry. So nice. <laughs> so sweet. You know what? You know what? Hearing that, I want to go. I know I paid the money, so I don't have to, but I, I kind of want to go. It was something you said there, he is, almost annoyingly so, the first person. Yeah. I, every day I get on Gchat. I know you don't know what that is. You're only like iMessage or whatever. Yeah. Um, but every every day I get onto Gchat, and you know if he's not in incredible tooth pain or can't feel himself because of being on fire Johnny's, or on ice, on depending on his furnace air conditioning situation. Is so. Johnny just auto tune crying as tooth pain? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> is that what Probably. he is? Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's he's not T Pain, he's Tooth Pain. Tooth I like pain. that as his uh, rap name. That's good. Uh, yeah, he is almost annoyingly so the first one to be like, "Hey, hey, good morning. How, how are you?" And yeah. I know, I think the most annoying part of it is it's not a bit. It's not there to to be annoying. It is there because he genuinely. He's like cares. the kid from here. Bad Santa. What's up with you, these fucking sandwiches, kid? Like, <laughs> he uh, yeah. um, he's that way. He definitely is that way. Uh, he has been um, watching. He's been taking on uh, a lot of fun things for me, a lot of fun responsibilities that uh, are really only so he can continue to, to chat with me and do fun things with me. He has started watching. Well, not started. We're deep in the middle of it. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, the original Mobile Suit Gundam. So he can start to understand why I like these mechs so much. And, you know, I think he's enjoying it as well. But uh, but that was definitely something he did. You're asking him to finish something? It. Yeah. And so far, I mean, we're doing two episodes a week and he's mostly holding to that. Um, we've we've had to had to make some different arrangements a couple of weeks, but 
for the most part, he's doing it, and it's it's been fun to talk to him on GChat about that. Uh, he started watching Neon Genesis Evangelion, and I'm shocked and excited to talk to him about those as well. Uh, in fact, he was he's been enjoying that so much. He asked to borrow my my uh, Ava mangas, and uh, so I, I let him borrow those, and we'll see if he gets through those at some point. Um, but yeah, he's he's just. Uh, He's a good dude, and he's a good sport, and he takes so much of our near-constant ribbing. You guys think this is a bit that, that we do on this show. Uh, like, ha-ha, we hate Johnny, blah, blah, blah. We are as merciless, if not more merciless, in our normal uh, group chat, group threads, than the, we are here the on the show. of our friends. We are brutal to him, and I think anybody else would go, you guys are just fucking mean and I don't want to be friends with you anymore but Johnny knows that we care he he takes he takes it and I think he enjoys being a part of it and uh, and he does give it back occasionally and Johnny's when he mom gives it back he gives it back pretty good thinks that I'm a sweetheart and I think that that's the worst thing I can do to him so, uh, man, you know what? That was worth 10,000 10, casual coins. If you would like us to say something nice about Johnny, although I don't think you're going to get better than this, like the next ones probably have to be sarcastic or yeah. definitely shorter at the very least. Uh, um, you could spend 10,000 casual coins or you could use that money on way better things. Come back on Mondays or Fridays when we are doing either casual Mondays or yeah. our Friday night streams where we get to turn on all the fun reward stuff and you can play uh, the end of ne <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion at us over and over, if you please. Uh, or uh, G Gundam, the worst Gundam. Eh, it's maybe not the worst Gundam, but it's down there. Uh, you can replay Shining Fingers for us over and over again to your heart's content. A reprised Shining Finger. We have edited yes. Shining Finger a little yes. bit. Made it a little better. Uh, yes. There's a lot of reasons to hang out with us, Chase. The emotes are just one of them. Uh, mm -hmm. Emotes and rewards are a good time. We've got a couple of them in chat. Johnny has sent me his post-tooth photo, and I think that oh, that's going to become... No. I think that's going to be a new emote for us. Oh, oh no. Uh, so I'm working on that right now. Uh, oh. But let's talk okay. about what we're doing because we've been going for a second here. Uh, yes. We are the Casual Hour. You can find us literally everywhere. Social media happens at the Casual Hour. Uh, Johnny's not here tonight. Patrick's not here tonight. But Chase and I hang out quite a bit. Except this Monday, Chase is going to be with family. So Johnny is going to step in for a Casual Monday. What a good dude. What a good dude. Uh, I we've we've thrown around a couple ideas for some games that would fit the mold for uh, what a Casual Monday is. We might. Part of me wants you to just play XCOM without me and just see how it goes, <laughs> but that's probably a terrible idea. <laughs> we, we might go back to Tim Tim. That's something that we okay. talked about um, cool. and, and playing a little bit more of that on stream. Uh, so we might do some Tim Tim on Monday night, but uh, let's talk about tomorrow night because even though I'm going solo dolo again, mm -hmm. there is a game that I'm playing, which is Heart Space Shipbreaker, and I'm very excited to get back and blow some stuff up. I'm so jealous I won't be there. I I really love watching you play that game. It's a lot of fun. It's a really cool game to, to talk through and 
uh, I think it's weird to like, I, cause I've watched my streams of it. It's weird to watch back, like how my brain works on taking stuff apart. Um, so I'll have a lot of fun with that game. That's a really cool game. That's tomorrow night, 10 30 PM. Uh, just a let's play hard space Shipbreaker here at the casual hour. We did post, I mean, today is, oh, I got to edit this podcast. Um, this, today's, <laughs> today's Friday. So, uh, yeah. uh, -huh. so, uh we posted yesterday, so by the time you're listening to this, go back to youtube.com slash casualhour or thecasualhour.com. We've got two quick looks up this week, two really special ones. You Suck at Parking was some of the most fun I've had in a quick look in a while. Uh, definitely go and support that, check it out. Monster Train, we love Monster Train here. Go find out why. Um, next week, we'll be back with the What You've Been Playing on that Wednesday. And then the following Friday, we're still trying to look at logistics. It could be golf could be destiny it could be none of those but we're trying to see who and what is going to be playing with us and uh you can follow along all those fun things right here uh in chat where the better version of johnny is there to help chase what about you what do you got going on yeah i'll, I'll make it quick i've got another podcast i do outside of the casual hour that is gamers on the go podcast about handheld video games no set schedule uh, Bobby was on the last episode with me and we talked about Pokemon X and Pokemon Y and I've got a couple of other, other ideas. There's one that I'm really excited about that might happen way in the future. Um, I had a guest, a potential guest, uh, send me a text today about a game that he purchased, which uh, has me very excited. Um, other than that, I am also playing through Super, Robo Super Robot Wars X. And uh, I've been having a lot of fun recording those and putting them up on my YouTube channel. That is uh, Chase K Plays. It's down there in the chat if you want to go do that. It is September. Now that it is September, I have changed my posting schedule for that. It was Wednesdays and Saturdays, and now I'm going every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So anytime you get casual hour streams, you are also getting uh, Super Robot Wars uh, video on demand so you can watch. Uh, and I'm just trying to get that done so I can play another game come November. Who knows what that game might be? Certainly not something coming out in November. Who knows? Maybe it's more monster um, stuff. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun to get back to that game and, and play uh, a game that I love and play it in a way that I uh, was not as familiar with when I first played it. It was my first Super Robot Wars game. And now I come back with all the knowledge of playing other ones. And, and it's kind of cool to, to get back and, and have a good time. That's awesome. I will, uh, I'll, I'll start to link because it's usually following like kind of a similar release schedule, uh, on our website. So if you go to our website, which is the uh, you'll see always at the very top, all of our social links, but you'll see, I try to keep a, a link to our most current video. So it could be a recap of the stream. It could also be one of our quick looks. And then I have our, our uh, a quick link to our, our actual podcast. So if you're listening to this and you're wanting to stay up to date on what's going on, we've thrown out a lot of links for things, but just the casualhour.com and I'll start to include the same thing for Chase. You'll, you'll see our weekly episode, you'll see our um, quick look or whatever we have going up and then you'll see Chase's, especially as he's trying to work through this last year for Super Robot Wars, you'll see the link to his most recent uh, video there. He's also hosted on our channel for YouTube. So if you go down there, he's one of the featured faces that you'll see for, for all those things. Yeah. 
Uh, Chase, I think that's going to do it for us. A big episode, a lot of fun stuff in September. I, I can tell you right now, as we continue to get through this month, tune in on Wednesdays because we're going to be doing all kinds of crazy stuff, recapping those games. And if you could do us a favor, uh, you know, drop us a follow. Uh, like and a follow goes a long way for us. Same thing for our YouTube channel. Uh, we post some really cool content over there that you don't get here on Twitch, uh, which is more short form or long form videos around games. And it's not... It's, it's, it's in a let's play mentality, but not in a live sense where we're really breaking down the game and giving some hot takes on it. So uh, if you haven't if you haven't yet, uh, do consider giving us a follow. We would greatly appreciate you hanging around with what we're doing. Uh, yeah, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, definitely, and not following us, definitely come in and check out a stream yeah. uh, sometime and follow Ben. Like, don't just follow between you have to follow during the streams because we made a cool thing yeah. and nobody's seen it yet because it hasn't it hasn't happened so <laughs> somebody please like and follow and subscribe and all that like, don't stuff. give don't necessarily give us bits i mean if you want to give us bits you can but i'm not asking you to give us money but i'm just saying if you do any of those things a cool thing might happen and uh and i, I want to see that cool thing happen uh, and as we're leaving here, uh, we will say again, we, we played some Destiny with our good friend Preston. Thank you for, for getting us that Prophecy yeah. Dungeon. Uh, that was super That's helpful. And uh, we are going to be signing off here. Uh, everybody be safe. Take care of one another. And we will be back tomorrow night. Well, I will be back tomorrow night solo in space playing Hard Space Shipbreaker. Come and hang out with me. It'll be a ton of fun. Chase, thanks for everything. Take care.